And we are like the Gentiles that came to the disciples and said, We want to see Jesus. We know that it is the Spirit of God that gives us wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus. We would ask that you would fill us with such a spirit as we're gathered together here today. We praise and thank you for our wonderful Savior. We pray that you will lead us more fully into Him today. We thank you that we can share the Word of God together. And we commit this time into your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. This morning I'd like for us to turn to John chapter 14. We want to continue to look at Jesus as he is spoken of through the Gospel of John. We'll begin in verse 1. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. We've been sharing for several times on Jesus who says, I am. Today we see him saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We know in John's Gospel that John's burden is to bring us back to the spiritual reality of our Christian faith. The Word of God is true. Jesus is the truth. Our Christian faith is a true and living way. And the church is the pillar and the foundation of the truth. 
The facts about Jesus and the gospel are true. But it's possible to know the facts and the word, but not know the reality that goes behind it. John is making us aware that there is a spiritual reality behind the words that are true. And so when we speak of truth, we have to speak of it in two terms. On the one hand, the truth are the facts of our faith and our salvation. And on the other hand, there's the reality. That's the other part of truth. The reality, living in the truth of these words. Now, in this short passage we read today, we have yet another brother that we can identify with. Another brother that we can identify with. When we looked in John chapter 3, we could identify with Nicodemus. He discovered that he needed the reality of life in order to see the kingdom of God. In John chapter 9, we saw and identified with the blind man. As he met, I am the light, he went from blindness to seeing. Now we have our brother Thomas. He doesn't know the way. And because he doesn't know the way, Jesus leads him by saying, I am the way. You see, it's Thomas who says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How do we know the way? Now we often call Thomas Doubting Thomas. Now, are you a doubting Thomas? But you remember why, why people call him that. After Jesus' resurrection, one day Jesus appeared to his disciples. They were all together in the upper room and they saw Jesus standing there resurrected. And then later on, Thomas, who wasn't there, came in. All the disciples said, Oh, we saw Jesus. He came into this room. He's resurrected from the dead. But what did Thomas say? This is too good to be true. I cannot believe this. I know, I know you brothers, but even what you're saying, I cannot believe. Unless I touch him and see him, I, I cannot believe. 
所以多马就说：“我虽然知道你们讲的大概都是真的，但是我没有亲眼看到，我亲眼摸摸亲手摸过，我还是不信。”Now you remember what happened？ 啊，我们就知道有什么事发生了。Just then, Jesus came into the room。所以就在这时候，主耶稣又来到房间了。He said, Thomas。他说：“多马 ，Look at my hands。你看看我的手。Come here, touch my side。你来，来摸我的肋旁。”Thomas never did。但是他多马并没有去这样做。He、fell down and worshipped and said, "My Lord, my God." He believed. 所以他就俯伏在主面前说：“我的主，我的神。”他就相信了。Now when Thomas saw Jesus, he believed. 所以当多马看到主耶稣，他相信了。But、Jesus said, "Blessed are those who haven't seen me and still believe." 但是主耶稣就说：“那没有看到我就信的有福了。”So we call him doubting Thomas. 所以我们就称呼多马说是多疑的多马。And here we see him in John chapter 14 before Jesus goes to the cross, and he's also asking questions. He's trying to grasp what Jesus is saying. Now I think almost everybody in here should be able to identify with Thomas in this picture. So I believe that all of you, brothers and sisters, are able to be Can you tell in Thomas's questions that he's upset? Why is he upset? It's because of what Jesus said just before what we're reading. If you go back into John chapter 13, You see Jesus saying in verse 33, "Little children, I am with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come." 小子们，我还有不多的时候与你们同在。后来你们要找我，但我所去的地方你们不能到。这话我曾对犹太人说过，如今也这样对你们说。Now when Jesus said. I am going away. So when Jesus said, "I am going away," Thomas got so upset that he couldn't hear anything else. So Thomas, he was very upset about this sentence, so he couldn't hear anything else. Have you ever been talking to somebody and they say something that upsets you, and then they keep talking, but you don't hear what they say beyond what the point they said? So you have ever had this experience? When someone says something to you, you feel very upset. From that point on, what they say, you don't hear. Now Jesus said, "Now I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." So Jesus said, "I'm going away, and you won't see me anymore." Now, actually, I don't think any of the other disciples heard what he had to say either. 我相信其他其他的门徒好像也都没有听见这样呃这些话。Now we know Peter had an immediate reaction. 我们知道彼得他马上就反应了。Peter says, "Wherever you go, I'm going." 主耶稣 ，I'm going to go with you. 所以彼得就说，你去哪里我也要去。That's the difference between Thomas and Peter. 所以我们就看到彼得与多马的不同。But Jesus said, "Peter, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not going with me." 那主耶稣就说：“彼得，你不知道你在说什么。你我去的地方，你不能去。” Well, now Peter's upset too, along with Thomas. 所以现在彼得他也他也跟多马一样，他也沮丧了。They're all upset. 他们都沮丧了
Can you imagine what it was like? You have been a disciple for three years. You used to be a fisherman or a tax collector. Now you have been Jesus' disciple. You have tasted the kingdom of God. Even by yourself, you have preached the kingdom. You have seen healings. You been following Jesus. You have discovered he's the Messiah. And now he says, I am going away. That changes your whole reality. What now? What do we do? Where do we go? Should we go back to fishing? Who will we follow? Our master is going. Their whole reality was changing. This new truth was too difficult to grasp. And for us Christians, the spiritual reality is often too difficult for us to grasp. And that's why we are all like Thomas. I don't call Thomas doubting Thomas. You know, in the end, he was an apostle who started the Church of Christ in India. Even today, there is the Church of Thomas in India. And according to church history, he was martyred there for the faith. So he's not doubting Thomas. Now you know what I call him? Honest Thomas. Because he was being honest and asking the questions. I don't know where you're going. How can I know the way? And actually, I think he was speaking for all of the disciples. The others didn't say it, but they were thinking it. Now it's important for us to be honest about spiritual reality as well. Now when we hear of some reality, I am the resurrection and the life. 我是复活, 我是生命. Do we just accept it? Do we understand it? 我们是不是也就这样子接受了, I think these great realities are beyond our grasp. 相信这么, I think the Lord wants us to say, Lord, what do you mean? Explain this to me. Make it real to me. We should be honest like Thomas. Now are we honest about our Christian life? 
Well, according to the Bible, 根据, uh, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have become new. All things have passed away. So, is that our reality? You feel like new creation this morning? It's quite a reality, isn't it? We sing and praise God around the table that Jesus loves us so. God loves us. 所以当我们早上播饼的时候，我们就我们在这里唱诗赞美神这样的爱我们。But don't you often feel like there's almost too much to comprehend?但是不是我们有的时候感觉这个这个道理太深奥，我们没办法了解呢？We have such basic realities like First John chapter one verse nine.我们有一个很基本的真理，就是在约翰一书一章九节。If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And the cleanses from all unrighteousness. Do we have the reality of Galatians 2.20 to consider? For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. 我已经与基督同定十字架，现在活着的不再是我，乃是基督在我里面活着。We have the reality of Romans chapter eight and verse thirty.我们也有罗马书八章三十的实际。Whom he predestined, he called; and whom he called, he justified; and whom he justified, he glorified.他预先所预定的，他要招他来，所招他来是要称他们为义。说啊，这些，呃，称他们为义，所称为义的人又叫他们得荣耀。Now all of these things are the truth.这些都是真理。Is it real to us?但是对我们来讲，是不是这样的真实呢？Do we not need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't understand. Make this real to me.我们是否也都应该像道主面前说，主啊，我们不明白，能够使得我们明白？ Actually, I was wanting us to sing a song to begin this time that I cannot find in the hymn book. It's such a precious hymn. It's a treasure. And so it's hidden in the, in the hymn book. Nobody can find it. I had Brother Enoch searching and the sisters who play piano searching. Nobody could find it. Here's the chorus. Oh, help me understand it. Help me to take it in. It's talking about Jesus dying for our sins. But the songwriter says, Oh, help me understand it. Help me to take it in. Now, how can these things, these spiritual truths throughout the Gospel of John, you know, we've been studying already reality. 
the reality of Jesus, I am the life. I am the light. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. Are all these things true? Are all these things our reality? This is where we need to search. And what John is giving us in his gospel is the key to the discovery of reality. What is the key? It's to understand what Jesus means when he says, I am. Now, do you remember when Moses saw the vision of God in the burning bush? God said, I am. Why did God say that? And then when Moses says, but if I go to Egypt and tell the children of Israel, I have been sent to deliver you from, uh, from the Egyptians, they will say, who sent you? Now what was God's answer? He said, you tell them, I am, I am sent you. Now, what does that mean? I am, I am sent you. What does that mean? I am the light of the world. I am means that God is willing to reveal His heart, His mind, His ways to us. In other words, he wants to reveal who he is. Now, you know, we see one another and we know one another. But do you really know who I am? Now, when we meet somebody, we want to know what they do. Or where they live. Or where they come from. Or what they have. I have three kids. I have a minivan. I have a house. Now in today's world, this is what people are looking for. Who are you? I have this, I have that, I have this. That's not who you are. And so our God knows that He we know His salvation. And maybe sometime He comes, we pray and He heals us and we know His healing. Or sometimes we know uh, and experience His power. But God wants us to know Him. The person behind the things He does. 
就是说在这些做的事情之后后面那个人他是谁？And so we sing this song。所以我们就唱这首诗歌。Once it was the blessing，now it is the Lord。之前从前要的是祝福，如今是主自己。Remember this song? It's in the hymn book。在在首诗歌诗歌本里头。Once I wanted power, once I wanted prayer, once，and now all I want is Him。从前我就是要有能力要祷告，现在我要的是他自己。Now now do you know what the name of that song is？大家知不知道这首歌的题目是什么呢？ Our brother A. B. Simpson wrote this song。是宣信弟兄他写的这首诗歌。But the name of the song is not "Once It Was the Blessing"。但是诗歌的题目并不是说从前是要的祝福。Who knows the name of the song？大家知不知道这首诗歌的题目是什么？Himself，是他自己。A.B. Simpson, he understands this. Some people have salvation, but they don't really know Jesus the Savior, the person. Some people know that they've been healed, but they don't know Jesus the healer. 有的人得到了医治，但是有的人他们却不知道耶稣是那个医治者。Some people want power, but they don't know Jesus as their power. 有的人他们得到了能力，但是他们却不知道耶稣是那个真实的有能力的。But if we search to know the I am behind the things that He's doing, we discover who He is. 所以当我们来寻求这做这些这些种种事情，背后那位是谁的呢？那我们就能知道他是谁。Now here when we come to the disciples and they're asking, or Jesus is saying, "I am the way, the truth, and the life."所以我们在在这里看到，当门徒问了问题，主耶稣说，我就是道路、真理、生命。Now Jesus is telling them two things at the same time. Now, actually, Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." But we know that one of those three words is the word that He is emphasizing in this passage. And if you read the context, you see that the word He's emphasizing is this: "I am the way." Now we, we know that because he said I'm going away. I'm preparing a way. And you know the way. So Thomas says, We don't know the way. What are you talking about? And Jesus says, I am the way. You see, now Christians are always looking for a way. Where's one way do we go? Do I go that way? Do I go that way? Jesus comes in, I am the way. You know, we want to have direction, you know. Well, in fact, Jesus is telling them of a direction. So one translator translates this passage in English. I am the true and living way. Because the emphasis is on way. 所以有一位翻圣经的人，他把这个翻成英文，就是说我是那个真实，而且是那个活的那条道路。I am the true and living way。我是那真实而活的那个路。Well, now where are we going？那我们知道往哪里去？This is where I'm saying you're going two places at the same time。所以我就说你去，同时好像去两个地方。
Now the disciples had to know the way forward now that Jesus is leaving. Where should we go? How do we preach the gospel? What do we do? Now they must know this way because Jesus is leaving, so they have to figure this out. But when Jesus says, I am the way, he is saying that there's two things that are important. On the one hand, there is a new and living way that you are to walk in. On the other hand, there is a way unto the Father. And you are walking both ways at the same time. Listen, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. What have you been searching for all of your life? I tell you, even if you don't know, I know. Because the Bible says so. You've been looking for a father. The disciples want to know their God. For the rest of their lives, Jesus is the ladder that will lead them to God. The disciples spent the rest of their days pursuing their Father through Jesus Christ. At the same time, they learned the new and living way that would open before them. Now they didn't know that way. But the way would be opened up. And what would the uh, early Christians be known in the early church according to the book of Acts? The people of the way. It's because when when the Jews saw it, they saw some people, they were marching to some unseen drummer, walking in a certain direction. And the more they walked, the more they knew God. At the same time, the more they walked, the more you could see the kingdom of God on earth. And so now we see that Jesus wants to show his disciples this new and living way. But it was a way that was impossible to grasp with the natural mind. Jesus knew his hour had come to be glorified and he was going back to the Father. 
And even at this very moment, as we come to these last words in John chapter 14, as he's speaking to his disciples before he goes to Calvary, but up to this point, what has he told the disciples about the church? Well, he said, I will build my church. So the disciples said, oh, okay, now, if you're leaving, then how do we build the church? Now, if you work for a company and your boss made all the decisions and everything, then your boss says, I am retiring and moving to Hawaii, and you need to take over for me this business. But you never studied bookkeeping. You don't know how much they have, how much they borrowed, you don't know the business. So Jesus tells his disciples, bye bye. Wait, 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 first give us the blueprint. Now God gave Moses the blueprint of the tabernacle up on the mountain. Please tell us the, the, the blueprint. What's the pattern here? What kind of system do we set up? And who's supposed to lead us anyway? Peter? Jesus, you're such a good leader. Peter, you're such a hothead. You can't lead us. So they wanted Jesus to say, okay, now the church will start to build, then you form elders and you have deacons, and then it grows like this. Every time you have 120 people meeting in a house, you start another meeting over here. They wanted a system laid out. Now you and I may be Christians, but we feel much more comfortable with a system where we know what to expect. Now Jesus is going away. And he says, But you know the way. So thank God for honest Thomas. He says, No, we don't. And so the Lord begins speaking to him them these last words in John 14, 15, and 16. They're precious words. It's the key to understanding the new and living way. It's the key to understanding I am the way. What, what are the things that he spoke to them? They had heard about the Holy Spirit. But the key to their transition was twofold. 
但是他们在这里一个经过一个转变期的是有两方面的。How would they know the way forward?他们怎么知道往前呢?Two things.有两件事情。The Holy Spirit within you will lead you in that living way.在你里头的圣灵会带领你走那条新的路。Second,第二件事情。John chapter 15.是约翰福音15章。You have to abide together in the vine. In order to walk in this new way. Now today we just want to touch on this matter of walking in this new relationship to God through the Holy Spirit. Now Jesus would share with them about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14, 15, and 16. But I think when Jesus shared these words with them, it was too much for them to grasp. But a wonderful thing happened. In about 50 days from when Jesus told them these things, the Holy Spirit came down and into them. And it all made sense. So Jesus led them to Jerusalem. And he says, wait right here. You'll get your next directions from me by the Spirit in you. Wait right here in Jerusalem until you receive this Holy Spirit. And on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, it's as if the Lord began to speak to them again, but this time from within, instead of standing next to them. Now you remember the Spirit came down upon them. And then the people began to ask, what's going on here? Peter heard a voice inside. Stand up. Now how do we know that was the Holy Spirit telling him to stand up? Because when he stood up, the other 11 apostles also stood up. And standing together, Peter opened his mouth and the Lord began to speak through Peter by the Holy Spirit. And by the time he was through talking about Jesus, 3,000 people had been saved. But Peter and the apostles and the new Christians began to walk in a whole new way by the Holy Spirit within. At the same time, they felt a closer relationship to God than they had ever felt before. Because they discovered not only did they have the Holy Spirit within, 
but they were one with the Father and with the Son. How can we grasp this spiritual reality? The song comes back, oh, help me understand it. Help me to take it in. And even though Jesus is left, no, no, he's here. He, and even though they knew the Holy Spirit as somebody who was with them, now they discovered the Holy Spirit within them. Now, brothers and sisters, not since the fall of Adam has any man beside Jesus known the Spirit indwelling in their life. Now, we know on the day of Pentecost there was wind and there was fire and there was speaking in tongues and there was a tremendous display of the living God. But in the deepest recesses of the hearts and the spirits of the Christians was the most miraculous change. Men and women had known the Holy Spirit come upon them, be with them, but never in them. 因为不管是男人还是女人，从前知道圣灵会在他们旁边，但是从来没有说圣灵住到他们里头。The prophets could say, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me." 先知可以这样说，主的灵临到我。Now the spirit of the Lord dwells within. 但是现在神的灵就住在我们里头。Now this is our spiritual reality. 这就是我们属灵的实际。Now you know the truth of these things. But again, I'm asking, do you know the spiritual reality of this indwelling Christ this, by the Spirit? Well, let's look at just a few things that Jesus speaks about the Holy Spirit in this great transition moment. Now let's look at chapter 14, verses 18 and 19 for the first thing. Chapter 14, verse 18. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. 我不撇下你们为孤儿，我必到你们这里来。还有不多的时候，世人不再看见我，你们却看见我，因为我活着，你们也要活着。Sorry, uh, let's go back to verse seventeen.啊，我们再往前到十七节。The uh, Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see Him or know Him, but you know Him, because He abides with you and will be in you. 就是真理的圣灵，乃是人不能接受的，因为不见他也不认识他。你们却认识他，因他常与你们同在，也要在你们里面。So he says to the disciples, he's been with you, but now he'll be in you.所以主在这里说，常与你们同在，但现在也要在你们里面。And what will happen when the Spirit comes inside of you? 所以当圣灵到你里头以后，会发生什么事呢？ 
you will see me. You see that there in verse 19? After a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. So the Spirit of God comes within us. And we see Jesus. Now the world can't see him. But we see him. Now what does this mean to see Jesus? I know we often sing about it and talk about it. What does that mean? Now, on the one hand, we don't see Jesus. In 1 Peter and chapter 1, verse 8, you all remember. Peter is talking about living faith. And he says, although you haven't seen him, you love him. Now Peter is writing to many Christians who never saw the Lord Jesus in his physical body when he was here on earth. But even though they have never seen him, still they believe in him and they love him. Now that is living faith. Now we don't see him physically. But on the other hand, we do see him. Now we see him within. And so we read this verse in verse 21 of John 14. Now he who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him, and we will disclose myself to him. Now here Jesus says, if you keep his commandments, he will disclose himself to you. That means he will reveal himself to you. You know, brothers and sisters, we may actually be able to know the Lord Jesus more than the people who walked on earth in the days of Jesus and saw him physically. Sometimes when we're Christians, we say, Oh, boy, it'd be so much easier if I were back in the days of Jesus and I could actually see him. Then I would really believe him. But don't forget, many people saw Jesus, but they didn't believe him. But now, because the Holy Spirit lives within us, we can see Jesus as he is more clearly than they could back in the day. Now, when the Holy Spirit comes inside the dwell, Jesus begins to tell them some precious things about what the Spirit will do. Now, I can't say this is a positive truth. 
But I think that the disciples, when they heard the Spirit speaking to them, even heard it in the voice of Jesus as they remembered it. In other words, when Jesus was alive, Jesus said, Okay, brothers, let's go to that house. Now, the Spirit lives inside them. And they hear a voice saying, Not, Go to that house! Go to that house! It, it, it sounds the same as Jesus. Now they had that advantage. They actually knew Jesus' voice. Sometimes we see in the book of Acts, they, they said, Oh, that was Jesus. But anyway, they could hear Jesus leading them. So here's another thing the Holy Spirit does, number two. Number one, he comes inside and allows us to see Jesus. He becomes our teacher from the inside. Now in verse 26, let the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Now, when I was in college, I studied chemistry. Now, that was 50 years ago. I couldn't tell you much about chemistry. Now I remember H2O. I think that's about it. Now I think Peter and these guys, they weren't all the best students. Because every time Jesus started speaking, Peter tried to speak. Maybe some of you are like that. God starts to speak. You say, no, no, wait, 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 I want to speak. That's Peter. Maybe Andrew, his brother, he didn't speak up, but he didn't listen. But you know what God has provided in the new covenant? A teacher who lives inside of us. He says, Did you forget the lesson we learned yesterday? Let me teach it to you again. He will teach you and bring to your remembrance. So it doesn't matter what grade you got in school. The Holy Spirit is a constant teacher. Now, you know, after Jesus left, Peter probably said, I wish I'd written down everything Jesus said. Now, some of you have been listening to Christian Chen for 15 or 20 years. Now, 
And you haven't taken any notes yet. One day you'll say, I wish I wrote that down. What did he say? 有一天也许你会说我真希望我那个时候记下来了他到底是什么我想想看那彼得他就在耶稣的旁边他就从来没写下来但是马太说我都写下来了但是马太说我都写下来了但是马太说我都写下来了 Peter had a teacher even better than Matthew. He had the Holy Spirit inside. He says, remember how Jesus said that? Now, didn't he tell you when you go before the magistrate, don't worry what you're going to say, open your mouth, and I will tell you what to say. When Peter was in jail, he began to think, Oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? The Holy Spirit said, You remember what Jesus said? Don't worry about it. What a wonderful teacher. How patient is he with us, huh? How patient is he? Some of us, we have to go to uh, summer school. And then we have to catch up uh, with special tutoring. The Holy Spirit, he's patient with us. The third thing that the Holy Spirit would do we see in chapter 15, verse 26, And when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, that is the Spirit of Truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify about me, and you will testify also, because you've been with me from the beginning. Now, the Lord, by His Spirit, becomes a witness in our lives. Now, here, here's what happens. Now, we witness to somebody at work. And when we witness to somebody, then the Holy Spirit continues to witness to that person. So the Holy Spirit will witness, and so will you. Now you may say something to a, a loved one or a gospel seeker, and I don't know if they will remember what you said, but the Holy Spirit will continue to witness to them after you have finished talking. And then the fourth thing. In chapter 16 and verse 12. Jesus has only begun to talk to them about the Holy Spirit. 
And he says, I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Isn't that amazing? I have so much more reality to tell you, but you can't grasp it right now. Well, that's okay. Because when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all reality. For he'll not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak and disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he'll take of mine and disclose it to you. And so the Holy Spirit will lead us into all the reality. How great is Jesus? Jesus says, I can't tell you now. The Holy Spirit will tell you. He will glorify me. You know what the disciples had yet to learn? That Jesus was the creator of the universe. I don't think they could have understood it right then. One day they would learn that he is the Alpha and the Omega. And they would learn all about the glorious Son who sits on the throne. The Holy Spirit led the believers into the deeper reality of who Jesus is. And all the time, two things happen. With every step by the Holy Spirit, they drew nearer to the Father and to the Son. And at the same time, with every step they took, their Christian lives became more real and full of Jesus. We have a dear, dear friend within us these days. And Jesus said, to his disciples, I know you can't believe this, but it's to your advantage that I go away. If I don't go away, this spirit can't come inside of you. And you, when the spirit comes, will know me better than you ever knew me while I walked on earth. And all the disciples made this wonderful discovery. So Jesus comes to us and says, I am the true and living way. What does he mean when he says I am? I am making my person open to you. I want to show you who I really am. I want you to know my heart. I want you to know my mind. 
所有一切都在我里面 Jesus himself. You see, the spirit of Jesus reproduced Jesus in the saints. And when brothers and sisters gathered together in Jesus' name, what does the church look like? Jesus. You can hear Jesus praying, you can hear Jesus worship, you can see Jesus loving, you can see Jesus witnessing. This is the spiritual reality of the church. May the Lord help us to enter it. Let's have a few prayers.
所以主谢谢你，当我们真是有的时候实在是灰心的时候，主你实在自己再一次激励我们，让我们知道你已经。主已经呃升天，已经赐下了这个内住的圣灵，我们就自己再把我们每一完我们自己，还有众弟兄姊妹，恭敬仰望在主的手中，实在是求你继续的真实坐在我们里面，让我们真是看见这个是一一条又新又活的道路，让我们真是把我们引到你自己那里，带下你自己的国度。谢谢主，这样祷告是奉靠你的圣灵。Lord, thank you for your grace, which is so complete. For you are our King, that you want to meet us, Lord, that we may experience you more and more. Thank you that you continue to encourage us, and for you have been risen, for you have risen, and your life is now within us. We pray that you would keep us, so that we may see the reality of that new and living way, that we may live for your kingdom. We pray this in Jesus. After you ascended, you asked them to wait upon you and to have the Holy Spirit. But Lord, even more so today, Lord, in these end days, Lord, how much do we need, Lord, this to be real in our lives, Lord, your Holy Spirit to be present, Lord, taking full charge, Lord, when we see everything else around us, Lord, that's against you, when there's such darkness, such conflict, Lord, Lord, how much more do we need the reality of of your Spirit guiding us, taking full. A lordship of our lives that we may obey, that we may give you, Lord, that that place, Lord, and we pray not only in the individually, Lord, together, Lord, that your Spirit may have such power, Lord, and、uh, Lord, just pray, Lord, that Lord, this will be seen and manifested before you and before principalities and authorities, Lord, we pray your Holy Spirit take full charge over us in your precious name. Amen. Amen.